Hello, I'm back again with another BTBS. This one's going to be a deep and emotional one. I don't apologise. There's plenty of fun content on Better Today. Some of the podcast guests what I've got lining up, I've got some funny stories, some interesting stories, some fascinating stories, but I really want to, and I'm going to do this on the longer format when I have the guests on as well, cover some deep and emotional stuff because if I'm going to talk to people about alcohol and drugs and gambling and addiction and mental health, we cannot do this without talking about some of the deeper and the emotional stuff. And today, this is one of those. What I wanted to talk about was whether alcohol and the lifestyle associated with it stops you from connecting with what's truly important in life. Now, disclaimer, I'm not putting this out here and saying, if you drink alcohol, you prioritise alcohol over everything in your life. You might do, but I'm not saying, I'm not just putting a blanket over everyone and saying that's the same for everyone. I can only talk from personal experience. I'm from observing others. So for me, when I was in the drinking culture, I lived in a cloudy haze all of the time. Even if that was just one session on a weekend where I got pissed on a Saturday night, the rest of the week... I'd be under some kind of cloudy haze and I wouldn't be thinking straight. Now, I know this is just down to a hangover and then the anxiety and then the associated stuff that comes with all that, but I don't think that very often I thought about, acknowledged and even actioned what was truly important in life. I think drinking alcohol used to make me selfish. So, for instance, some examples... If I went somewhere with the kids, say if I took them to the cinema, A, I might be trying to make sure there's a bar available there so I can have a drink, but I'm not putting that before the kids, but I am. And then B, all I'd be thinking about is how quickly we can get there, how quickly we can get this done, and how quickly we can get out so I can go back to doing what I want to do. Now, that might partly be just down to me and being a selfish twat. But I think that since stopping drinking, my brain doesn't work in that way. So, when I've gone to the cinema with the kids, I've not thought, I wonder how I can make this special for the kids today. I wonder if the kids are enjoying it. I wonder if I can truly connect with my kids while I'm here. This might sound deep, but these things are supposed to be fucking important in life and something that I'd very, very seldom considered. I wonder if the kids are leaving this thinking, do you know what, I've right enjoyed that with my dad today. That wasn't a thought in my head. I was rushed, irritable, busy. My brain was busy. Things were procedural. If I had plans with the kids, it was, get it done, bang, bang, bang gone and get back to my world and my planet i'm not saying that i was coming back to drink eight cans in the house that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is i think the haters that i was living in because of my lifestyle that were mainly revolving around alcohol meant that my focus was on myself and the haters that i was living in wouldn't allow me to think any further than that so sometimes i might try and force happiness or force something out of a situation but it wasn't natural So I might think, yeah, I'm going to do something and the kids, I really want to enjoy it with them today. I really want them to get something out of it. But that was just a guilt thing. (laughs) Do you know what I'm not saying? I didn't want them to feel good about it, but I was doing it out of response to me feeling like I did. 
So you're going to have to let me know in the comments as well whether this resonates with anyone because this might just be complete waffle. But other things like kids' birthday parties, I'd be like, fuck it, I've got to take the kids to a birthday party. One of their friends' birthday parties is going to be loads of kids running around, bouncy castle, loads of screaming, loads of shouting. I'm like, for fuck's sake. Really, what I should be doing and what I do do now is I'm like, I'm there, I'm present, I'm making sure my kids are enjoying it, making sure they've got what they need, making sure they're enjoying the friend's time and it's and, and they're getting something out of it. It's not about me. I, even if I'm tired, even if I'm irritable, even if I'm not feeling particularly good, for that couple of hours, it should be about the kids, not about me. And this is a, a big shift now from back in 2019 and before. These things would annoy me. They, they, they are still annoying in ways. But I've got the brain capacity to be able <laughs> to make sure the kids are getting what they should out of it. So I know I'm talking about my kids quite a lot, but this is one of the biggest things that's changed for me since going sober. Like, what more in life could be more important than your own children? I'm going to give you another example. And this one's a little bit deep. It's not a little bit deep, it's very deep. My youngest child had chronic epilepsy uh, in 2019 and before, since since she was two years old. And it was one of the most devastating times of my life. But I was drinking that much and I was that depressed that the majority of that was a blur. Now, in one way, it's a good thing because I didn't actually fully understand what was happening. My daughter was having seizures every two minutes at one point and literally she was just falling straight to the floor uh, and it was horrible to see but because my head was that fucked I couldn't truly comprehend what was happening and again maybe that was a good thing in, in hindsight but it got to the point where she was so poorly that she couldn't even hold her own weight up and I'd have to have her sat at the side of me with cushions all packed around her to make sure she was safe she had to wear a helmet and this is how selfish drinking made me. If I'd been to town on a Saturday night and drank loads of vodka, I'd have the kids the next afternoon, right? And I'm sat on the sofa and my daughter's having epileptic seizures at the side of me and I'm that hungover that I'm as concerned about how rough I feel as I am about my four-year-old daughter having epileptic seizures on the end of the sofa. That's how fucking selfish drinking made me. Now... I'm not saying I didn't care and I'm not saying I didn't look after my daughter. Of course I did. But the point what I'm making is I've gone out and got fucked out of my face and I feel like shit and my thoughts and feelings should 100% be focused. All my energy should be focused on this little girl that's having epileptic seizures. But this fucking alcohol's tricking me. It's tricking me into thinking that I'm some kind of victim or I feel poorly or unwell. I do feel poorly. I do feel unwell. It's because I've drank a fucking litre of vodka in town with my friends. So it made me very selfish. Now, looking back at that, now I think, Jesus Christ, John. But one day, and she was still in the middle of a period of having epileptic seizures, I had an epiphany and I stopped drinking. And this was one of the main reasons why. Because my kids were an afterthought, right? My kids were, it was almost like a babysitting service. So instead of me having my kids and being like, hey girls, you all right? You want to do this? Do you want to do that? It were, 
iPad, iPad, sofa, sofa, takeaway. That's it. Fuck all quality, fuck all substance, a babysitting service. These days, <laughs> these might still be traits of me. I'm, I'm quite a selfish person. I'm not a natural dad. But I'll tell you something now. I'm a fucking ten times better dad these days. And the biggest thing is I'm far more aware and far more tuned in with what's important in regards to my kids. So I guess the message I'm sending to you today is I don't want to come across like a fucking preacher or like someone that's conquered life. My life has got so much more that needs sorting. I, honestly, there's so many aspects of my life that I need sorting. But I want to tell anyone and anyone, whether you know me personally or you're you're a fan of Better Today or you're listening to this for the first time, if you're in a situation where you live in this alcohol culture and you feel like all there is to do is wait to the weekend or even if you're one of them that gets the cans out of the fridge every night and you're basically just drinking to block block anything out, allow yourself to reconnect with what's truly important. And I think it's fundamentally pretty difficult to really feel and action any change you need to make on the things that are truly important while you're drinking all the time. Like, I don't drink anymore. And I bet if you ask my kids, do you feel like you're more connected to your daddy than three years ago? They would say yes. And their mum, who I don't live with anymore, so they live at the mum's half the week and mine the other half the week, I'm absolutely certain that she would say I'm a million times better dad now as well. So what could be more important than that? And when I get older and I look back, do I want to see a life dedicated to alcohol and to that culture? And so when my mates have gone, come on, come out and get pissed, I can say, yeah, every time they said that, I was there and got pissed every time. Is that truly important? I think in my dying days, what would be important to me is if my kids say, you've fucking been there, you're an amazing dad and we love you and thank you. Not, when we needed you, you were at the pub or you were cabbaged out on sofa. <laughs> and I, I, this might be a bit raw and a bit hard hitting, but it's true for me. So make of it what you will. I just wanted to tell you from my perspective how things had changed in terms of me and my emotions. And I know I spoke about my kids quite a lot, but that's the biggest factor what's changed in my life. Thank you for listening. Please, like I said before, Give me some feedback. If you agree, great. If you think I'm talking shit, tell me. Please also check out all our social media platforms. We're across TikTok, Instagram, YouTube and Facebook with some short format content. And also soon we've got some special guests coming up where we're going to do some longer two and three hour format podcasts to go into all the issues associated with Better Today. I'll catch you soon.